Hey guys, what's up? Um, this is week uh, seven of the podcast, I believe now. Yes. And today seven. we're going to be talking about time, but not just time, but space as well. As in, uh, it's going to be more physics heavy concepts today, but also linking towards like more sci-fi elements or pop culture-ish elements. So yeah, may- maybe we'll, it'll be too nerdy, but maybe maybe it'll be something that interests you. Or We should start out what it is what do you think what it time is? it is okay yeah what time no, uh, what time it is <laughs> it is what, a 8 30 seriously like what time is everybody can answer what time it is but yeah. as soon as you ask someone what time is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i mean uh time is an interesting concept because like a lot of people believe that time is just a a concept that was that was created by man to 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 keep track of what we're doing uh but i mean it's an interesting concept on its own because it kind of already exists whether or not we label it with something it's the events that are occurring what has already occurred what's happening now and what's happening in the future it's a it's quite hard to explain because it's a it's a theory and a concept that has been explored and still is being explored uh in the area of physics for a long period of time and frankly we don't really have much of a definitive answer but we have many it's theories because it's weird because the word time is in itself an axiom so you can't mm. describe it using other things i would say so like time describes itself you can't like if somebody asks you to explain time what are you going to say like uh yes keeping track of time yeah <laughs> so it just it just goes in a circle but time is just basically our way of of measure- of ordering <laughs> of of having no, no. events it's it's just like uh yeah, it's, it's it's a way of keeping track of events or the past and the future things like that the, it's very difficult to explain but it's it's it, it's like something the thing is like everybody accepts yeah we accept it and we kind of just go with it but if you just you know, stop and ask people what it is you just kind of confused yeah right? I, th- i think there, there was some famous quote for somebody like the one i just mentioned like that was a quote by somebody like you you can ask someone what, what time, time it is, is and they'll yeah. answer but if you ask them what time is they won't have an answer the, mm. that was the quote by some uh, someone that i stole like we we have the definition but it's difficult to put into words i think yeah but yeah, but yeah. the interest interesting thing is that um because of the way our senses work right and the way we experience the world uh, we can only validate it within ourselves right so yeah there's no way to know if reality within like we previously talked about right reality actually exists mm. or whether we're experiencing it as it actually exists or whether it's just a product of our own experience correct yeah yeah so time could 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 be something that actually exists like tangibly or reality could just exist like as you know like movie film slices that's what they call it so like every single instant already exists all at once but we're just moving through the through the films if you know yeah. what i'm saying and that is our experience um, of time yeah that is what a lot of people claim time is it's the it's that 
the past, the present, and the future all exist at the same time. You know, I'm mean, saying time again. You know what I mean? But I guess another way of you, saying you time is think, moment. You should say time. You should, yeah, moment or instantaneous. Instantaneous. Like yeah. That. Yep. So something interesting again is that time is relative. Obviously, you know, right?、Mm-hmm. Being a physics、mm-hmm. student or whatever. But also, time is relative not only physically through physics. So if you're faster. Is it time slow? Slow, slower, slower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, like individually or mentally, time changes based on your your、uh, your your state. Yes, mental state. Your, I would say. Yeah. yeah like uh, like doing、state. like doing a plank. That's how you that's how you make time stay forever. Sixty <laughs> seconds. If you plank, time just、oh. goes on forever. Oh no! That, yeah. <laughs> What do you think I meant? How to freeze time? The, the dumbest superpower. You can freeze time, but you have to plank for 16 <laughs> seconds first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but so like when you're doing something that's not not that entertaining, the time gets stretched out, right? But、mm. when you're having fun, like this is a concept well known, right? People people mention it. But don't tie. As Matthew says, time flies when you're having <laughs> fun. So yeah. yeah, so your experience of time is different depending on your mental state,、mm-hmm. and that could be credence or evidence towards the fact that time itself is a man-made concept. Yeah, because you see, like things made by man are usually not solidly defined. They're like a bit inaccurate. Like for、mm-hmm. example, emotions. You know.、Uh, I w- I wouldn't say inaccurate, but the words itself don't accurately describe the emotions you're feeling. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, m- many other different things invented by by humans don't actually re- represent different things. Or or like you know how languages are <coughs> just a man-made concept. And even、yeah. though communication exists, languages are a man-made concept and doesn't like represent meaning correctly. So. What do you think? No, no, that, that, that's completely correct. I mean, like we we create some definitions that we cannot have a exact definition, if you know what I mean. Like exactly like what you said. Like we can't、uh, an emotion. We can't exactly describe an emotion. You have to feel it in order to completely understand what it is. And similarly, you have to sense time to be able to to understand、uh, or just to experience. What what it is really?、Oh, you you're saying some good stuff here. Yeah, you know、so、what I mean. To, yeah, yeah. You have to experience those things before you truly understand what、mm, the word means.、Mm, mm. Which、It's、is like, generally I, why, like, it, if when you explain these kind of terms to kids or children, they tend to not understand. But once you once they start to learn, that's why we can't go from zero to one hundred, right? Just like you said, we have to go from. Uh, we have to climb up steps slowly because we have to have past experiences in order to have enough substance to、uh, to understand something, and、uh, potentially that's what the concept of time could that could apply to what we're looking at here or exploring, which is what I actually think might might be,、um, not as a physicist at least. I feel like this is why uh, teaching, uh, especially to Those who don't have much understand. Well, I'm not not to be pretentious, but to those who have 
a much more simple understanding mm. of how things work mm -hmm. is actually a good not only a good way of learning but a good test of your knowledge itself mm. because whether you're able to explain a concept to different levels of understanding yeah uh really pays credence to whether you understand, understand it or not yep talking. yep yep just yeah. like what einstein says right exactly it's it's easy any idiot can make something more complicated but it takes a genius and something beautiful to make it uh more S simple. simple yeah i mean we need explainers like richard Feynman to be able to explain yeah. some like complex idea to like some i've seen a lot of youtube videos on this like three three different stages of intelligence like uh a primary kid a uh, a college student and like a senior and this physicist comes and explains general relativity to each one of them oh yeah that one yeah yeah, yeah that kind of stuff uh that, that was pretty uh interesting because like it does does definitely show how much you understand or or know about that area specifically just by testing how you can explain something to other people who have less knowledge in that certain area and it could time could be the same way that's what like old people you say old people are more wise because they have more understanding and they've had more time to live their life compared to like people like us who have less time like we've only spent 18 years in this world like people they're usually more experienced and more um more wise would be the perfect word for that uh which which i mean which i think now we can go to time travel <laughs> because it kind of leads in interestingly some some something I, I i think i watched a video on this before so so it was like some guy talking about you know uh time and, and like how much time you have in your life or whatever mm. by the way shout out to time in general is i think a book that i mentioned in episode one is uh shortness on on life uh, shortness of uh, life by yeah. seneca but read that if you still haven't um, yeah. but basically he talks about how we shouldn't measure age or or like age is basically worthless right mm -hmm. it's just how many years you've lived on the earth what well it's not completely worthless but but then again back to my point like age is technically just how many how many years you've lived on the earth not necessarily a measure of value mm. so if there's like some two people both 60 years old one person who's you know gone off and experienced different things gone through many hardships versus someone who is a, who is a, a sheltered kid spoon-fed by by their parents whatever didn't do much always stayed in their home who do you think is older well most people would say they're the same age, right? But I'd say that the guy who's gone out and experienced many different things is actually older because relative to the other person, they've experienced much more. And, and so there's there's more value in, mm. in the or, or, or sort of like more, you know, more knowledge, more, more, more wisdom, that sort of thing. Yeah. So. I mean, this this is kind of weird saying it after your birthday, but it's like this is this is <laughs> yeah yeah no no no. Why I, what, this is why when it comes to my birthday, I'm just like oh, it's just a birthday, you know. But it, a birthday is a birthday, but but you know, like you know we yeah not completely it. like uh, I I don't know for what reason, like but my mom today uh, I was talking with her 
um, and I was like, mom, you're, you know, you're 39 this year, next year you're 40, and I'm like, you're officially going to be old, and she's like, no, age is just a number, I'm not going to be old, and I'm like, hmm, that was an interesting thought. While you could say age is just a number, like, there are some things that, like, exactly how you described, Kev, uh, there are some things that one could experience that another with the same age couldn't, or there's some things that oh, people yeah. who are younger could experience, and they could still be older. If you know what I mean, you right? don't measure. Yeah, you don't measure how well or how well you've lived your life by your age, mm-hmm. but how you lived it. Exactly. And oh, that's, that's the most important. Wise words. Those are nice. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and then that's one of the things that a lot of people are uh, not understanding nowadays. You're like, if if a person, let's say, of our age, accomplishes something, they're like, oh, quite young. He's done that. But at the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not. You can still do things uh, and and follow your life without having to chase time. People are like thinking, oh, I can only get married at 26 or I can only go to college at at like 18. Uh, well, I guess. But like at the same time, we you we have our own th- timeline, like, if you know what I mean. I think it's more like people are like, uh, I, I don't know if I'm old enough. to. Yeah, yeah. Like basically, like you said, right? I don't know if I'm old enough yet to, to get children. I don't know if I'm old enough yet to invest in this. I don't know if I'm old enough to get into my hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, the things you really want to do may not actually be there when you can or want to do Exactly. That. Yeah. That's why people say there's no better time uh, than now. Or I'm than not sure now. than now. I'm not sure if that's the exact wording, but people say that. And it's, it's kind of true. Because like uh, by the time you finish your doubts and you clear them up, you might just lose the opportunity or that window of opportunity. So, um... I guess yeah, it's just it's just like like my brings me back to an anecdote by my grandma, like she when she was in college or, or back in the day she wanted a Vespa right, mm. and she doesn't have the money. But now she has she has the money she can buy a Vespa whenever she wants. But it's not like she's gonna buy a Vespa and go like, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? yeah 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 right? yeah yeah. So a bit late now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah. So but because you've had more experience with relativity i think you can go off and, and try to explain the concept in more detail before we go into time travel so yeah so we can talk about this and time and well and the, the the interesting thing about time. relativity is that um it's relative give, meaning that it it differs from from each person's experience so if i'm observing something that will be unique to me Compared to that person I'm unique uh, experience that I'm observing, it'll be different for them. So let me explain to you uh, how relatively roughly works. So let's say I have let's I have twins. Uh, let's say I have twins. All right, one is in Earth, and I send the other one on a rocket ship to space. When the twin comes back, both the twins are measured in terms of their age. The twin who went to space finds out that the twin on Earth is much older than him. Now, the reason the twin on Earth is much older is because the twin on space, in space, was traveling really fast. And because they were traveling really fast, time became slow to them. Because when you travel fast, uh, everything around you is uh, its much slower. So because of that, they age less. 
because time is slow, so you so you age less. And by the time he comes back, he finds out that the twin is actually on the twin on Earth is older than him. But now this could be just be like a, a by a, a millisecond or two. This is actually done with the the this the Scott Twally, uh, Scott Kelly twin, the Kelly twins. Scott Scott Kelly and the yeah, other like, one, I'm not like really the, sure. the two astronauts. Yeah, one was, was sent it? to the ISS. Yeah, yeah, uh, not, but that, that, older. yeah, the one was older and they did have a biological differences because they did some, uh, some testing of their body before they sent one and after they sent, after they came back. But basically this twin, I think it was Scott Kelly, went to space for like a year, stayed in the ISS. And when he came back, they found out that he was not only a bit older, like a few milliseconds older than his twin on Earth, but also developed different biological, um, St uh, stuff uh, such as he was he was less young as in like he had less skin wrinkles compared to his brother on earth and stuff like that it was really interesting there's actually a case on uh, nasa that you could read um and it, it, it kind of vaguely explained what relativity is but even up to date it's quite hard to explain what relativity is given that why well, well i think that this like the sim simplest like the simplest thing you can do to explain the concept is it just balances out space and time both balance out mm. so if you're traveling quickly in space then you're traveling slowly in time if you're traveling quickly in time you're traveling slowly in space yep that's good right which follows as well as um it follows the physics the laws of physics needs to be so a now we can we can go into time traveling right yes Whether or not yes, yes time yes. travel is actually possible or not that's still up to debate because we still don't have a time yeah machine. And it is. i don't even know whether it's good to have a time machine or not which we'll explore in, in 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 a bit so there are a lot of early references in pop culture so you go to i i don't know the, the earliest one i know is back to the future that's it yeah i'm pretty sure there are ones before that but the back yeah, to the future is the one that is well known to everybody yeah so and then obviously if if you've watched the back to the future you know about the grandfather paradox you know like if you go back to the past and kill your grandfather or something like that then you won't exist because your grandfather birthed your dad and your dad birthed your uh, you and then if you kill your grandfather then your dad doesn't exist and you doesn't exist right hmm. so that's a paradox right how how the universe solves that that's uh that's that's uh, uh it shouldn't make sense in real life right yeah but in movies the way they do it is the guy just dies right because hmm. he's basically not supposed to exist um so yeah and uh maybe you can continue yeah uh Again, like most of these science sci-fi movies, usually make up their own uh, their their own science based on the time. Usually, like a bit of what they use is quite accurate. Like if you were to change or alter something in the past, yes, there would be a difference in the future, but not in the way that is shown in films. Usually, like um, well, we don't know, right? I mean, I I, I guess we don't know, but like uh, with with a lot of research done, supposedly, it's not exactly how it works. Um, which is why, like, actually, I've read a lot of things that apparently you can't even go back in time. Only f 
only uh, to the future. That's what uh, because you can't reverse time, right? That's what people are saying. Like I've I've seen a lot of uh, read a lot of these books, which we'll go go back to later, and a lot of these articles by these uh, scholars and, and universities, and they're saying like, well, it shouldn't be possible, f like following the laws of physics, because you can't have negative time or reverse time. How do you run back in time, right? That's not that shouldn't be possible. You can possibly probably go forward in time because you can go fast, but you can't go reverse the speed. If you know, yeah, I think you guys, you know what I mean, right? How about, how about you go forward in time to a time when there exist time machines that can go back in time. time? Yeah, that that's possible. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's but smart. By that time, we might have already been dead. So like, yeah, yeah true. Uh, I'm going to now give an example to when we have supposed time travelers living amongst us one of the ex example was in uh called the chaplain's time travel traveler in uh 2010 a filmmaker uploaded a video clip from charlie charlie chaplin's film called the circus where there's this uh this woman who was walking with a device that looked like a phone like a tiny black phone and this 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 movie was released in 1928 where i can guarantee tell you there did not they did not have small phones that look like this and uh but but again it could just be something that was uh doctored uh but according to the the sources it was apparently from a bonus clip bonus uh bonus stuff you know how when you buy dvds like yeah, yeah. blu-rays you get extra bonus scenes and that kind of stuff apparently it was part of that bonus scene you got from uh, this film and they had it up on there which was pretty interesting actually like people having it could just be because the photo isn't that clear either the, that, yeah, that clip that's, that's the thing most of these things like even ufo sightings people have yeah, the, the most crappiest uh <laughs> resolution and they're like oh look it's a ufo or it's like it's like why why are all the 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 conspiracy theory stuff captured on crappy cameras yeah. where you can't actually see what what it, it it could be like like that effect again like confirmation bias right mm -hmm. you're for, i don't know if it's exactly that but you're looking for something and you basically find it right so there's also this thing in audio, right? Where people reverse it and then they're like, oh, it's demonic because you can hear blah, blah, blah. Because mm. I thought this too back in the day, you know, um, kids are very impressionable. So back in the day, I thought this too, you know, you reverse it, demonic stuff. But it's actually, you can only hear those things if somebody tells you that you're going to hear it. Yeah. So for example, if, if, I, if I play you like this backwards audio of something, some, some rock band or whatever, and then you'll be like, okay, so what? You don't hear anything, right? Mm. But then if I say like, oh, you, um, at uh, 10 seconds, you're going to hear somebody say um, demon or something, then you'll listen. And then those sounds, those, those sounds that are basically unintelligible, your brain will basically try to dig out and basically create that sound yeah nowhere. yeah yeah just like those uh the laurel and yanny the blue dress the gold dress those kind of kind of well, illusions yeah, yeah well i think the the best one was the laurel and yanny because like but i think that one is is as a result of like different pitches and and basically your age um because you can't hear some pitches as well yeah, or you can yeah. hear some pitches better then one sound is more dominant than others it's just basically like basically like music theory because every single 
sound has dominant and subdominant tones or whatever. So mm-hmm. you might hear mm-hmm. some different tones based on. But anyways, back to the actual topic. You know, time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying, right? We they're saying there's no way to travel back in time, right? But we don't know. We don't know yet. Um, that's the thing. And the the most the interpretation that makes the most sense to me in terms of a time travel model is the many worlds interpretation mm-hmm. but i don't know if my understanding of it is that good because the way i understand it is in many worlds interpretation basically is you basically for every single double probability event so there's a probability of one thing happening and the probability of another thing happening yeah uh, both happen different yeah. worlds yeah. they both happen but it splits off into two different universes yeah one this is one doesn't so i have a good way actually our friend erwin uh, uh, schrodinger said this in a speech in dublin that uh that his equations seem to describe several different historical events that weren't alternatives but happening simultaneously and the only way that was possible is if they were happening at the same time but in different parallel worlds or yeah, so or the timelines yeah 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 but but the thing is with many worlds interpretation if you go back in time you just basically go back to the past but a past where you appeared with a time machine there so i don't know if there's actually any point to to time traveling or or what how the navigation works whether if you go back to the future then you'll actually go into the back to the future that you changed or whether you go back to your original future which makes time traveling useless or whether you can even go back to the there are interesting concepts there the past that you changed yeah 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 actually that that's that's a good point because we don't know for sure which is why a lot of movies a lot of tv shows and a lot of books have also created their own way uh to a certain extent what i'm going to be saying right now i'll give you an example with uh, what happens if potentially go back to the go back into the past and change something one potential thing that could happen out of many is while well, you create a new timeline just by arriving there and by doing something different that yes. hasn't, hasn't already happened and so if there's one timeline let's say you're at this point you do something well, different technically the timeline already exists right? exactly so you'll have two different timelines one of so which you're just is going dis- there you're just going to the other timeline yeah but again that's a paradox because not necess- that it's not always the case that there already exists an, another timeline. You could just be creating a new one every time you do something different. No, but but based on the mo- many worlds interpretation, don't all possible paths already exist? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's. I should have been more clear about this. This was bef- this is excluding the many worlds interpretation. If there's only one uh, universe uh, with only one Earth, then every time you change an event. It will create new timelines that you'll be entering, which will be impossible to go back to the previous timeline because anything you do, it, it can't. It's like a it's like a, a mug. Once you break the mug, you can't put it back exactly the way it was before. You will still have cracks and stuff, but you can't make it exactly the way it was before. It's similar to that. That's what people are saying could be the potential uh, implications of time travel and going back in time and changing. But I'm not sure how going yeah. into the future would work. Like, if you're, if I go to the future and come back... That's the thing. That's the thing. 
You mean yeah. after you go to the past? Yeah, after I go to the past. To deal with the future, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I was talking about. But I don't think we'll ever know, and that'll just be up to our muses. So, yeah. But onto like actual pop culture and why I'm so obsessed with many worlds interpretation is um well many more references as time goes on obviously <laughs> but many more references to time travel and, and such has been you know popping up Come not on. necessarily just because of how long it has existed but because our technology and knowledge has gotten better as well Hmm. So stuff like Interstellar, which you've mentioned before, I know a bit about Interstellar. It's not like I just haven't watched the whole thing. But Steins Gate as well, hmm. one of our favorite animes, one of the host's favorite animes. But what do you think? Because this anime is what initially got me into physics, and I went hmm. down a whole rabbit hole of time travel. John Titor, who right. we'll talk about in 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 a bit, but. I went down this whole rabbit hole and and you know like CERN everything blah blah blah. Yeah yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think when you first watched it? I mean, and no spoiler, no spoiler. Maybe. Yeah yeah, no no spoilers of course. Uh, I I just I just love science fiction shows and stuff like this really do interest you because like uh, it it takes stuff that already exists but then they change it up a bit to fit the storyline and then there's twists and all that kind of stuff. It actually follows physics very well but at the same time there are they have their own their own creation with like their their own invention with how time works and that kind of stuff yeah it's like their own science is well thought out yeah it is and Even it actually makes sense it doesn't exist it's like stuff Even like though some of the technology doesn't exist yeah 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 it, it still does make sense unlike the avengers endgame which made no sense to how they did the time i had like I, watching that as a physics uh a lover i was like that is not how that works <laughs> but uh again it's just it's just their own fiction stuff but um if like we, if we take it and we put it back in the same place um it will be, like be fine none of it actually happened yeah. Well, I guess that sort of makes sense. But like, well, I, I guess, but um, like, yeah. So, so the way time travel and Steinsgate work is very interesting because it follows that many worlds interpretation, but then again, it also works on like this string sort of system, where it splits up, right? But some, sometimes these events all converge into one big event, which is unavoidable for a certain amount of futures mm. which is an interesting concept yeah and basically what time traveling is because well i'm not gonna go into much detail but basically time traveling is just um they're able to travel between these strings essentially strings yep. are just basically like path to the future they're traveling between the strings and trying to get to the string which is in line with their own goal or desirable future if you know what i'm saying and yeah the, you know they go through this whole show i um i know you don't watch the yeah. flash and uh, you have uh, uh but but the flash does this very well with how it handles time travel and that kind of stuff i mean because the flash obviously you know you're, you're a speedster of course they also have their own fictional element creating their own science but a lot of it actually makes sense and is quite uh relatable to actual physics like if you were to change an event go back in time obviously 
I'm not. Oh wait, I, I think this might be a bit of a spoiler. I'm not gonna say it, but basically, the main character Berylin does something, goes back in time, changes something, a, a big thing, a big event, and that creates a whole new timeline with everything different people he knew in his original life he didn't know in this life and there was stuff he was losing yeah, his so speed like a he created a flashpoint paradox yeah yeah, yeah. that's quite commonly known as the flashpoint in the dc universe um the only thing i'm i'm triggered about in flash is just basically like they're trying to mix drama and then i'm like ah. uh yeah that is true that is true that is true uh i'm also in the only in for the the actual science bit stuff but i mean like another interesting thing that um they they discuss with with the flash is like um uh crap i just lost my train of thought there i don't even know what happened I was gonna say something. Flash, 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 flash. Doesn't really help that. <laughs> As if that helped, yeah. That doesn't. That true. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll come back to that. Why don't you go something? I honestly just it just disappeared. I was thinking, and then it's it fine, just went fine. off. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about uh, John Titor. All right. Okay. Which I know. I don't think you've done much research into this, obviously, but you've. Do you remember who John Titor? Yeah, yeah, he's that uh one. Apparently, he claimed to have come from twenty thirty eight. I think came back to back in yes, time, yes, and yes. he had some predictions oh, of the. This future. is actually a this is actually a real thing, right? John Titor actually exists in our reality, supposedly, mm -hmm. and so Steins Gate took a real event and used it based their stuff around it yeah because some of the science that john titer was talking about very interesting you know mm. because he was on the forum boards i, I think 4chan i i don't i don't even know anymore yeah, he was yeah talking yeah. to people who was responding you know what's the time travel technology like you know what's this is and he responded he tells people about it and some of these responses were integrated into anime but so the 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 time travel technology he talks about is using a mini black hole. Mm. Um, yep. I know I don't know exactly how this works, but basically, like, you're just in there and then you go back in time. That's that's yeah, the yeah. idea, right? Because I mean, like, again, with black so, holes, we don't really know what happens when we go inside one or what again, happens when we observe one. Uh, it's commonly known as a singularity as well. So, yeah. The interesting thing is, I mean, you can't really prove this as a Oaks, nor whether it's true or not it's debatable but some of the things he talks about very interesting very in-depth like he has some of the 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 charts and blueprints of, of his machinery and everything it's it's super in-depth super thought out maybe you can do some reading on, on john titer and everything but it's a bit scary because what he talks about is I mean, this is kind of a bit of a spoiler for Steins Gate. So, it, well, it's kind of unavoidable when you talk about John Titor. Yeah. But if you haven't watched Steins Gate, you might want to skip ahead of this part. But basically, what John Titor says is he went back to retrieve this computer, blah, 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 which can decrypt stuff because in the future, CERN, like the ones who are <laughs> using the LHC, CERN in the future is an evil organization who have been using the LHC to create mini black holes and they've made a time travel machine and have created a dystopia and basically he needs that computer to decode their stuff and fight back against CERN and that's the whole idea of 
John Tyler. You know, an interesting... Yeah. yeah, I was just actually uh, talking about the LHC. Uh, it, it was it was reported, I think, last year that the that the Large Hadron Collider in, in CERN actually released a time warp because they were they were colliding some particles. I'm not actually sure what particles they were doing, but it resulted in a time warp that basically had a major blackout in like the entire city. And it was such an interesting thing as well, because like, when we think about time warps, I'm not even exactly sure what a time warp is, but it's basically like, you have a space time... Yeah, yeah, search it up. LHC's time warp. It was such an interesting uh, concept. Bro, wait, maybe John Titer is actually right. Oh, no. Um, And an interesting thing is John Titer. John Titer predicts a lot of these stuff, and it's quite interesting because the LHC can well hope i think by following theory can uh open up singularities if it's not stabilized because when particles aren't stable it can potentially create a black hole according to a lot of the theories that uh no exist in physics i i might go back down this rabbit hole because this is like you know the conspiracy stuff that that yeah 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 yeah. it is but yeah, basically what CERN does in the LHC is, is they accelerate particles and smash them into each other to discover subatomic particles and, and this, you know, the standard model and stuff, which they found the Higgs boson, I think, in 2010. Mm-hmm. And even though they said they cannot make black holes, oh, some theorize that they can, which is comes down to what John Tyler is saying again. So very interesting very scary as well but i think we're gonna skip ahead of this now that this got me super spooked (laughs) yeah um we can but just before we do that let me quickly explain uh what many world interpretation was because i think we didn't quite establish what that theory was of course i'm not gonna explain the whole thing because that's a a big topic but essentially let's say that it's basically the many worlds interpretation is uh is is by this man called hugh hugh everett and uh it's where there's a several mainstream interpretation it's it's metals uh it's from quantum mechanics Everett Wheeler interpret all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everett Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Basically, he said that certain observations cannot be predicted absolutely. Instead, there is a range of possible observations, each with a different probability. So if I was to roll a die right now, I have a 1 over 6 chance of it rolling 1, 2, 3, 4. But Everett Wheeler. Yeah. So I could roll a 1 right now, but at the same time, in in a parallel universe, I could be rolling a 2 or 3 or 4 or 5 or 6, and that could lead to different results. But that's basically what the uh, many worlds interpretation, the basis of it uh, is. And I actually have a book recommendation for this afterwards. Uh, based on the many worlds interpretation if i'm gonna say now it's michio kaku's parallel worlds man dude i know you've read it i think i've lent it to you i think you have it uh with you but uh it's it's a really good book uh michio kaku famous physicist he's a great uh, author as well he talks about this uh the many worlds interpretation as well as the parallel worlds having um uh, a multiverse like it's very interesting and uh it might end up putting you in a rabbit hole just like kevin did but it, it, it has that certain woke element to it as well as uh just bringing up interesting ideas that you can think about in the shower or something <laughs> so now on to wormholes right so 
you know how how um and basically wormholes are are just um they're just 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 holes right to basically another place in space or time um that's what a wormhole is and people theorize that that wormholes are actually a method possible method to time travel which brings us into the pop culture references of wormhole and why many people are very triggered when movies use wormholes because let me do a demonstration right now now this is space and time (laughs) if this is location a we put a hole through here and this is location b now the fastest way between them is to travel a straight line but if you fold the space <laughs> and you stab it straight through, that's what a wormhole is. Yeah. And that's just basically in every single sci-fi, um, you know, every single sci-fi movie nowadays. And I think people are sick and tired of that explanation. Yeah, uh, it definitely is because I've seen it everywhere. We've seen it everywhere, especially in my favorite film of all time, Interstellar. That's exactly how they explain how they go from one area to another without having to wait a thousand million years. Um, but uh, I guess since we don't really, we haven't, I don't think we've witnessed a wormhole or I don't think we've seen one at least. Not like a black hole, we've seen a black hole, but we haven't seen a wormhole and we haven't interacted with one either. So while the theory says we go from one location to another as a shortcut through the wormhole. We don't really know if that's exactly what it does because it could do many other things. We we don't actually know what's behind a black hole. So it could mm. be possible that, you know, black holes are actually wormholes and you go through, you go the other side, whatever. Or it could be possible you just get torn to shreds, like just as we know through the theory of black holes as well, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's stuff about like white holes being the exits to bl- to wormholes, blah blah blah. There's also like, also like, how is information, con- how is information preserved? There's something about like information conservation or something mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. if the black hole shreds everything, then the information is gone or something. So where does that information go? I don't know much about this i've only done some light reading so you guys can actually yeah yeah and if you might let me just uh pinch in my opinion here um again i'm gonna go back to interstellar because they do this in a very interesting way uh the the inter- the the person who uh christopher nolan was working with as a as like an advisor of like a science advisor is kip thorne who worked with two of the most accurate science fiction movies of all time, which has been official from Thorne of... and Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, uh, is Contact and Interstellar. Contact talks about black holes and wormholes. What Kevin is talking about. Contact is a fantastic film against Dollar, starring Matthew McConaughey. It's very, very interesting. Works with the time. Works with uh, the black hole and that kind of interesting stuff. And Kip Thorne, what he does with Interstellar is like, there's this scene where, I'm, I'm not spoiling this stuff, but it isn't much of a spoiler, but a piece of, well, uh, like a data packet is sent through the black hole through this, this robot called TARS. And they don't know what happens after it goes through that black hole, right? Like it's just, they receive no more signals. But then that was just, that specific part is based on 
true science because that's what we know that's what we have that's what we think we know at least from our theories but what happens after is something that they they created through their own equations and their kind of assumptions it's that there's this new uh dimension and it's like there's these people you know it's like i don't know if, i don't know if it's aliens yeah, the, but like, there's like the like the 4d dimension yeah with like and then like being outside of the plane of existence yep yep and that was a very interesting uh, uh way of because like apparently gravity was was the the answer like gravity was the base the 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 whole uh the what is it freaking dimension it was the dimension was gravity that's what the 5d was i think i'm not sure if it's 5 or 4d because 4d is apparently the tesseract yeah. having like a cube in a cube but 5d was apparently what the movie was a part of which is like gravity and you're manipulating gravity to to do some stuff again it's concepts that they don't even understand so neither do I um but it's just interesting to think because we can we can bring up ideas like these and think about its potential existence with our world also just just to correct myself it's not thorn wheeler it's thorn misner and they both co-wrote the book called gravitation mm. yeah a very good read as well it's very tough but i i believe it's a good read like uh, i think before we go like uh wormholes and black holes there's something that i think i wanted to say before relating to time was time loops so i'm pretty sure we have all watched movies or like have seen uh these videos where there's time loops a famous one is Groundhog Day, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, Doctor Strange, where there's time loops and that kind of stuff. While while it's entertaining to watch, uh, a lot of scientists claim that it's not really possible to have a time loop that is less than a second or or something like that because you can't have because the 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 uh, the existence of time loops basically goes against. The, the law of time there's there's actually a law of time which I'm not sure what it is again I'm not speaking with any knowledge of this but based on what I know time loops aren't really possible because of uh, it's it being forbidden with the law of time and that it can't you physically can't keep repeating something that that uh, will block itself it's like a paradox but what I'm saying probably doesn't make any sense but like that is but what I mean, time the, loops are. The idea is basically like magical, right? Yeah, and like Doctor Strange, he just has like a one kind of badge, and if you do this, there's like time goes back in time. <laughs> <laughs> While it's nice to have a fantasy of of magic, it was like, it was like yeah, he does something like that. It just his thing goes on. Uh, it's it, yeah, but it's not possible. I mean, I don't think I don't even think we can have a stone that's a time stone, and it does it manipulates time because uh, that is not how things work. At least that's what we think. Again, like Kevin said, time could be a tangible thing. It could just be something that's stored somewhere in the universe. But stored is somewhere. it? Is it though? It's in. It's in a. It's in a hard drive. It's a. <laughs> It's uh, it's hard drive of uh, eleven petabytes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, time itself. Time itself. Stored in a hard drive, you know, SSD. <laughs> in the world's greatest computer. Basically, some something interesting as well. Uh, we're probably gonna be finishing up soon, but in regards to space and time in general, is um, the scale that we know is far smaller 
than what actually exists. So our knowledge as a, as the human race could be proportional to the scale in comparison. If well, this isn't very a, a very good explanation, but think of how smaller Earth is compared to the rest of the universe, and think mm-hmm. how long we've been on Earth compared to how long the universe has existed. Very small, right? So that could be in proportion to how much we actually know about the universe. Yeah, and it's such yeah, a yeah, small yeah. portion. I mean that that that's that's the whole thing about us. I mean, it goes back to us understanding and uh, experiencing time because, like, uh, we could we could just not have the the mental capacity or the the ability to comprehend uh, some of the ideas that are behind time, black holes, wormholes, yeah, like, time like travel. Some said, right? Yeah, like exactly There's how some said. Limit on yes. Brain. There's a physical limit that we have uh, as humans. Time on understanding and knowledge and we we don't know when we can surpass that limit uh but there are just some things that we can can actually yeah or whether you can or it's just it's just it is what it is that's when we say that it is what it is because what it is is what it is it's because we have no control over it at the same time three two one it is what it is what it is (laughs) No, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, then again, this this whole scale and and how and basically how little we know, how much there is to explore, and how precise it is, how small this window of time is that we're able to observe everything, is the reason why. Again, I'm fascinated with physics because even though you know we won't get to see everything space and time i mean even though we won't get to see everything right mm-hmm. um this window is so small this life is so small and everything came together to put me in this place right now this time so as this is my one of my favorite quotes to say you know like uh in in recent times is who am I to deny the brilliance of the the, the universe? Mm. You know, yeah. the universe put me here with the eyes able to see everything, to perceive everything. It's my job to appreciate the brilliance of the universe. Mm. So who Definitely. am I to deny it? Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 such. Yeah, no, no, no. That's definitely a, a wonder. Um, I mean, everything is exactly how it is. Everything is just perfect. You know what I mean? uh that that's that's one of the interesting things about uh, about physics is that you know everything that is needed for us to live everything that is required for this earth to stay in its orbit it's just exact to the sec to the decimal that's how exact it is everything is just perfect what are the chances of that even more so with this explanation of many worlds interpretation parallel worlds what are the chances that the parallel world that we're living in is this one it mm. could have been a world where gravity is you know 0.01 times stronger yeah. and then everything is nothing everything's crushed together or it would have been where gravity is weaker everything nothing clumped together or whatever you know yeah this could be the perfect world out of all numbers constants are all perfect such mm-hmm. a way that we're here it's amazing 
Yeah, maybe that's exactly that's an interesting thought because like even in even in science when we're doing experiments We don't automatically get the best result, right? We get through trial and error We do many and then we get one good experiment like one good output Potentially the world is like we have multiple universes and Out of all these universes the one we're living in right now was the one that was just perfect You know, it's like uh, Goldilocks and the three bears with with having the the, the hard bed I mean, that's hard. not exactly accurate but yeah I'm but saying there's only theoretically this is the only reality that is exactly like this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the yeah. only one it's a unique special I, I edition amazing yeah yeah and yeah. knowing the more i begin to know about physics the more i appreciate it even more and the more i appreciate the world you know Back in the day, I used to only like space, blah, blah, blah. Then when I look at these things and, and I start to understand how they actually fit into everything. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. just cool. yeah, some people just like seek for that, for that a sense of, of com, com, like, uh, what is it? Sense of com, fulfillment or something like that. Completeness. Something like, yeah, completeness. Yeah, and, and you get that with physics because it's such a because you're not limited to like only one area in physics like i could love physics but hate magnets or something like that you know because it's such a wide subject it's just we could go on days talking about physics because we love that subject yeah. but as i mean i'm pretty sure kev there are there are stuff in physics that you don't like but you you search for your love and uh, passion for physics elsewhere uh such as astronomy but i feel like i feel like um everything everything is interesting mm -hmm. everybody everything is interesting but it's all about the storytelling you mm. know the yeah. storytelling is the most important thing because whether or not the start or the end is amazing if you can tell an amazing story it doesn't matter what the start is it doesn't matter what the result is if you can tell an amazing ass story that's gonna be amazing you mm. know if i tell a story about how uh, I just, you know, or I fell down the stairs, you know, I went to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. But if, you know, some comedian tells the story, it'll be funny. If somebody else tells the story, it'll be interesting, blah, blah, blah. It all depends on the story and, and how you represent the idea. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with subjects, right? There's something interesting about everything, about English, even though I don't like English mm -hmm. and the way they teach it in school. The very idea of language in communicating to other people itself is interesting. Psychology yeah. as well. I don't know if they teach it well in schools, but the idea itself of learning about human behavior is interesting. Economics, I don't know if they teach it well in school either, but the idea of economics itself, learning about how people organize things or how people, you know, how money flows everything with the way people think is interesting the way biology works about humans living things interesting blah blah and you can just keep going on and on yeah know? what do you think about that? no no no. that's definitely the right answer that's why people like generally like for instance i i didn't really like uh chemistry because i didn't understand it probably because i wasn't taught well but like when we're doing physics now in ib I look at these things that sometimes we have some links to chemistry, right? And do up some reading on my own. I'm like, wait, that's actually interesting. I actually, 
that's quite interesting. I do some reading and I look at it and I'm like, this is interesting stuff. It could be that you're just exposed in the wrong way to the to the content. But like everything to me, I question a lot of things, right? Whether or not I I get the answers. Probably because of me, but Yeah, probably, but like just the just questioning, just asking why would give you a lot of a lot of things to think of. Like um I don't know, there's a lot of things you can ask, but like even in class when you're when you're learning something, even if you don't understand it, you can just ask why. And 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 asking why just just you know just makes you makes you want to learn more makes you want to understand it more because then you'd actually be able to look at things in different perspectives and that would show understanding that would show knowledge and some people might not have that interest but it just you know it's interesting if you know what i mean you might not be the same person yeah. you might not be me you might not be kev i'm sure kevin has more interests in other things and he might approach to that uh, to that specific area and i also might be interested in something different but like we all genuinely have that that question that that want to to learn about a specific area because we're just curious on how it works generally because of personal experience like i might have encountered with something and i have a question based on that Maybe if I didn't, if that event didn't occur, I probably wouldn't have a question, right? Like scamming, like we talked about it last week. If I was, if I had never got scammed in Minecraft, I'd probably have never thought about ways to, to get stuff. And then follow yeah, up. yeah, exactly. And I think that's an interesting way of looking at how subjects and things around us work. Alright, well, I guess... Mm, I think this is more satisfying to end it right here. As mm. like, okay, so now on to the recommendations. Actually. So I think maybe because we've done this several times, you know, it's been several weeks that we've done the podcast in a row that we're more used to it, more natural. And I don't know if the format will change permanently, but for this week, this is where we'll end it off. Um, you know, if, if you would like to check out any more of our content, you can go to Adrian's YouTube channel or mine. Uh, yep. We'll put it in the description. I do physics videos. Adrian does, I don't know what videos. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah, see soon. I'll upload. I'll upload. I, mean, I don't post, but it's one type of videos. But anyways. um, con Anyways. Uh, you know, check out any of the links. Uh, if you're interested in anything. Um, the description. Down below, you know, you know, check it. Yeah. Check oh, it. And if you're, if you're listening uh, to this on Spotify. Subscribe, like, check and comment. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're listening on Spotify, check out our YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, check out our Spotify, you know, vice versa. But yep. thank you guys for watching and thank you we'll very much. See you in the next week. Uh, yeah. Goodbye.